Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up? It's Brian Burns. Make sure you check me out on the Behind the Mask podcast. We'll be talking about the expectations for the 2021 season. You'll be surprised to know that I'm a dog lover, an actor, and a comedian. Check me out. So with all of that being said, make sure you subscribe, share, and click the little bell for the notifications to make sure you don't miss us because we dropping one every week. Do it right now before I come through this microphone and get you. Let's go behind the mask. What up? What's happening, man? We are back with another edition of the Behind the Mask podcast. And I can't do this by myself, so I'm going to have to lean on my player partner, man. Two, where you at? Bye. What's going on, my good people? It's your favorite plus-size model, Tucson Reyes in the building. Spike Dogs, how you feeling? Man, we, I'm feeling good and feeling great. How about you, fam? Oh, man, you know what it is. Anytime we can have a Panther on the show, you know I'm in a good space, baby. Oh, man, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get right to it, man. Coming to the stage. Man, y'all give the flowers right now before the season starts to number 53, number one in our heart, 53 in our program. Man, y'all give it up for Brian Burns. <sighs> <laughs> what's going on man i appreciate the, uh the intro right there bro down. you deserve it bro you deserve it putting in all of that work man you coming into your third year yeah man big time big year for me i can't wait got a lot of doubters out there i gotta prove wrong hey man you've been you've been killing so far so all the naysayers all the haters man i know you're gonna show out for them this year so i know you got something for it baby I especially like your intro. You said the plus size what? Oh, plus size model, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the quiet taste. You know, being a former <laughs> offensive lineman, you know, the linebackers, defensive ends like yourself, rushing the passes, getting all the highlights. You had to have a lineman up there leading the way. But you know what I'm saying? I make big look good. But it ain't about me. That. It's about you today. So we're going to get right into it. <laughs> we, got this, Dre, we got this segment called This or That. And um, we're going to actually – find out a little bit about a little bit more about brian burns so i see that you're into spider-man right mm -hmm. but me myself i'm a batman guy so i need to know this or that dc or marvel marvel that was easy that was quick <laughs> that was real easy that's, that's that's definitely easy that's an easy one dog you just you just compare the justice league movies to the adventure movies completely Dang. different <laughs> rumor has it though doesn't spider-man make appearances on both uh, not that I know of. Okay, maybe I'm the rumor then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pit bulls or Dobermans? Pits. I just why, been, why is that? That's why I was kind of born around pits. Like my whole life I had pits. Uh right now I got two present scenarios, but growing up I only had pits. I ain't never had a uh, Doberman before. All right, so the press canario, is that the same thing as Kane Corsos or no? They're close. Uh, it's a small, slight difference. I'd say that the Kane Corso is slightly taller. They slimmer though, but the uh, Presser is more muscular and a little bit more stocky. They weigh more. So uh, I think my my Presser right now is about like 150 or 155, something like that. And my girl is about 120, 125, something like that. And um, a Kane Corso will probably range around that area as a male. So that's different. That's a little bit much for me, man. But here we go. Yeah, keep that's this a big, going. big dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. Literally, right? Yo, so I know you're a man of many talents, you know, so if you had your choice, what would you be, a comedian or actor? 
actor. I feel like I feel like you could do both. Uh, I feel like there's certain comedians that can that's, that can also act. Like uh, my favorite actor is Will Smith, but that's mainly because he can do both. I like Denzel a lot, but Will Smith can go in all different kind of areas: funny, sad, serious, anything. For sure. All right, on the field, sack fumble or pick six. Mm. Do, uh, <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah, you got him. Is is the is a sack? Is a sack fumble? Uh, is it like a trifecta? Do I pick up the fumble and take it, or is it just a sack fumble only? I mean, since it's your show, I guess we can make it whatever you want it to be. <laughs> okay, if it's a trifecta, I take the trifecta. If it's not, then I'll take the pick six. I like I like the trifecta, man. Yeah, I like, I like the, the trifecta. Yeah. The trifecta, dope. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but my incentive to get good grades was McDonald's at the end of the week. Oh, yeah. Big Mac, supersized. I used to take my fries and dip it in the milkshake. Oh, last but not least, how can you not have that meal without the apple pie? Mm. I'm loving it. Mobile order and pay at participating McDonald's. Download and registration required. Bro, I remember when you got drafted. Uh, we were at the draft together. And your brother, Stanley, Stanley McClover, he actually got drafted with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I want to say 2006, seventh round draft pick. And he was lobbying hard for you to get drafted. To me, the first inclination that I got when I saw that is – Family means a lot to you, man. So, um, and it's a big part of what you do and why you are successful. Uh, just kind of explain, man. Like, why does it mean so much to you? Uh, basically, because my family been there through everything. I mean, they went to all my games. They be there when when time when times are bad, when times are good. And basically, my backbone. So, everything I do is through family. Like any tough decisions I got to make, I always run run it by my family first. And uh, like I said, it's just always been there. Always been my support system. I always had my back. So that's why family means so much to me. And they make it up to the games up there in Charlotte? Yeah, almost every game, to be honest. Nice, nice, nice. And obviously, you put on the show for them anytime they come. Rushing the passer, you, you terrorizing quarterbacks all through the NFL. But when I was playing, we had a guy by the name of Julius Peppers. Terrorized mm-hmm. the league, phenom, some, something like yourself. But who are some of the past rushers in NFL history that you admire? Uh, J-Pep, one of them. Um, I watch a lot of guys. Uh, Jason Taylor, Von Miller, Khalil Mack. Um, even some of the guys nowadays, like uh, Yannick. I watch Yannick a lot. Mm. It's, it's a lot of guys that I really watch. But um, those are the main – those three, Jason Taylor, Von Miller, and uh, J-Pep, those are the main three I used to watch all the time. Like everybody got something different that they bring to the table. And – I used to remember looking at certain guys and it was like, okay, I see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can implement that part in my game. Is there anything that you've seen that you've implemented into your game to help make you a better pass rusher? Yeah. Um, so naturally, when I was in high school and college, I, I was just going off natural talent, basically. I didn't know like a lot of moves, anything like that. But I was always doing this dip move that I didn't know was a dip at the time. Or, uh, they call it a ghost move now. I didn't know was the ghost at the time. I just did it naturally, and it just happened. But the more I watched film on it, the more I watched guys like Von Miller do it, and then I, I 
kind of refined that technique and also added a counter off of it. So I you I fell in love with the spin. I say maybe my sophomore year in college. I fell in love with the spin at that point. And I used to go watch Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney do it all the time. Yeah. Basically, just pick up on the skills. I now I could do the inside and outside spin. Either way. Yeah, free man. That free was a freak back then, man. Because he freak. was one of the first defensive linemen that, to your point, that could do that dip move. But if a lineman got his hands on him, he could spin out of it and still pressure the quarterback, man. So you gonna pull that out your repertoire too? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was it's freaky. It's but it, it ain't easy. <laughs> That's why a lot of cats can't do it. Right. Facts. Right. So on the field, man. Obviously, again, like you said, you, you you're killing it. You're doing your thing on the field. Um. What is your leadership style like with such a young team? Um, mainly, I don't like to do a lot of like rah rah speeches. Like I don't like to to do a lot of speeches like before the game. I don't know. It's just not kind of not my personality. Unless I feel it on me. Like if I if, it, if it's something that I feel I should say, then I'll do it. But other than that, I can't. I ain't gonna say I can't, but I usually don't uh, have a pregame speech every game. So I rather like lead by example, or when I do speak, everybody shut up and listen type of deal. Um, but being that it was just my second year last year and I basically played on a defense full of rookies, I kind of had to step into that vocal role and kind of like, you know, output my energy so they can they can feed off of me. So I just had to step into that vocal role and now I'm just embracing it. Yeah, and I, I, I can feel you on that. I remember when, and this is going back some years ago, when I was drafted to Cincinnati, they did a complete rebuild. And the situation that you're in, a lot of the guys on your team are within the first five years, especially on the defensive side. So a lot of you, all of y'all came in with each other maybe two years ahead. My point is, is with knowing that and as a baller, you gravitate, you have a tendency to gravitate to guys who can go out there and get the production done. Uh, your head coach, Matt Rule, he has been raving about how you've taken another step in the leadership position and how you've been able to embrace it. Uh, what things are you guys doing off the field to develop that camaraderie to make sure that it translates over when you step onto the field? Uh, basically, something we've been missing, like last year, like we didn't really hang out as groups, like it, even not even just groups, but even as a defense, like we didn't really like uh, hang out together and get to know each other. Like it was basically just like coming up to work, working, and then going home. But now, now we done started a group chat. All the guys are talking, and we're really trying to really get to know that person that you're going to play against, uh, I mean, play next to on Sunday. So I think that's kind of a, a big step that we've taken. Like, we done went to top golf, bowling. We done did all kind of things. We uh, we coming we coming back a couple of days before we got a report just to hang out. So I feel like that'll be a big step in uh, going to the season. With everything going on with COVID last year, bleeding over into this year, the things that I've read were like some players that are vaccinated can be around everybody else and have, you know, a little bit – lighter rules players that aren't having to be kind of be on their own so what are you guys going to do to kind of keep that camaraderie going uh yeah that's 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 rules kind of over our head but um yeah it's like certain certain stipulations for guys that are vaccinated and the guys that aren't but um anything in between that we can do with the guys that are vaccinated we're definitely going to continue that that uh like we're going to probably have something every week we'll just or every other week we'll just go out and just hang out with the guys you know what i'm saying just to keep that brotherhood and keep that that tightness one thing I know for sure. If y'all definitely do that, that has a tendency to bring everybody together, bro, like right. huge, big time. Yeah. It's the little things that people don't see what you do in private that usually comes out or displayed in public. 
uh, we talk about expectations. And I know you are not a guy who necessarily puts a limit or puts a number on certain things that you want to accomplish. But I got to ask you, BJ, what are the expectations, man? What personally for yourself, though, like um, your first year, you looking when you came in, you didn't play a lot, but you ended up walking away with seven and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. Last year, you started the majority of the games, all of the games that you played in, and you ended up with nine sacks. Now, I know it's a difference when you look at that second to third year transition. Like, you don't have to think as much. Now you're in a system to where you understand what's expected of you, and now it's starting to become second nature with the guys around you. What do you expect out of all of this familiarity uh, being in the same system again coming up this year? Uh, I expect enough to jump in the numbers, to be honest. Um I'm not going to get into any specifics because I like to keep my goals to myself just in case, you know. Double-digit sacks. <laughs> we expect a double-digit sack. <laughs> the bag. That's a given. <laughs> Shoot, last year was supposed to be double-digit sacks. I just had, a, I had two taken away from me, but I ain't complaining. But uh, it is what it is. But um, that's expected. That's given. Double-digit sacks is I – can't, I can't leave year three without it. So that's that's a given. And you know what comes after that. That bag comes after that, bro. So is the focus, you know what I'm saying? I I know you you hear about it. You can't help but think about it. But is that part of the focus too? Or is it like, nah, you know what? I still got a lot more to prove in the league. Uh, No, it's definitely part of the focus. Uh, I ain't ain't even going to count. It's definitely part of the focus. Uh, I'll just say it it takes a backseat because it's more of a uh, long-term goal for me. Uh, right now, I'm just trying to focus on the small things as far as the techniques and, and even just becoming a better football player as far as IQ-wise. Because I feel if I could be a step, the, uh, a step ahead of the game, that'll, that'll, make, that'll make my success even, even over the top. So that's what I'm focusing on right now. But did, trust me, it's definitely back to <laughs> Can't forget that. Hey, bro, they've done a, a, a damn good job of putting together a, a great nucleus. When I look at your football team, and I thought one of the final pieces of the puzzle that I truly thought that could be good for y'all is Sam Donald, that he's came in. And everybody is wondering. I, I felt like he was in a bad situation up in New York with the Jets. Now he has a new start, great coaching staff, very strategic about what you guys do. What is the one thing that you've seen from Sam Donald that you cannot wait from everybody, you cannot wait for everybody else to see when the season starts? Um, I, honestly, the, the first thing that stuck out to me, because I, I met him, he a cool dude and everything, but the first thing that stuck out to me during OTAs was that he like completed like a great ball. It was a great catch, great play overall. But when he went to the side, like everybody was tapping on the back, telling him how good of a job he did. But at the end of the day, I could see him on the side knowing it to himself that it wasn't good enough. And that kind of that gained a little, little bit of my respect because – if you that hard on yourself to be greater than what you just did, that just proves to me like I could trust you. That's just kind of how I feel about it. I feel like I could trust you because you ain't gonna let nothing, you ain't gonna slack off. Like you just want better for, for yourself and ultimately for the team. So I, I really respect what he did. This season, again, a big season for you. You have your quarterback, Sam Donald, incredible running back in Christian McCaffrey, arguably, arguably one of the better uh, running backs in the NFL. Of course, you're doing your thing on the defensive side, but there's this elusive unicorn that <laughs> got drafted in 2000 with me, still playing, just won a Super Bowl in your division. 
And you you terrorize quarterbacks. I keep saying it because you know I'm still a Panthers fan, but you have yet to get this man down. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. Which what is, what is Brian Burns gonna do when he finally sacks Tom Brady? I'm going crazy. <laughs> I hate to go. I hate to go cap to you, but when I get Brady, I'm going crazy because it's it's been so many times I hit him last year and the ball was gone, and it just it's just this is heartbreaking. And there's one time I did sack him. I got him down, but he fell on the line, and it don't count as a sack. Oh, like, it was just man. a heartbreaking, heartbreaking year. And that was my goal coming into that year, knowing that he was going to be in Tampa Bay. I was going to play him twice a year. I got double the chance to get him. <laughs> hey, yeah, whatever. I got this year, so it's all right. Hey, bro, when you look at everything across the, the NFC South, it, it was one of – I never played – well, I did play in the NFC – but the South, I thought it had the most prolific passers when you look at uh, top to bottom last year across the division. And you look at what's going on in New Orleans. You look at Tampa. You look at yourself. You look at the Atlanta Falcons. It's a lot of shakeup and a lot of things um, that really brings the attention back. So when you look at this overall, bro, I know you your focus is mainly on the Carolina Panthers, which it should be. But when you look, take a look over to the West and you look at New Orleans and you see their situation with Jameis, how do you see that shaking out as far as the quarterback? Who's going to be the starter? And 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 and, and what's your take on it? Uh, I don't really have a take on it, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I do, I do pay attention. I do watch. I do look. Uh, but I don't really care who, who's back there. I, t- I just know I got to go get him. That's just my job, get to the quarterback. But uh, it would be fun. It would be fun for Jameis to be back there and uh, I-, I can sack him again. Uh, he- he's a former no. I can talk a little junk. So that would be cool. <laughs> if this thing is all said and done, right, and you got to get, you got to go back to Plantation, Florida, they they retire your number in, in, in your high school and, you know, the field is named after you and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you want it also to say, Super Bowl champ Brian Burns or Hall of Famer Brian Burns? I gotta pick one. You can pick both if you want. Yeah, I'd rather both. <laughs> Come on, dog. Run it, run it. So you trying to make me pick between the Super Bowl and being in the Hall of Fame. I, I want the Hall of Fame, but I also want to win. So I'll take both. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'll take both. Yeah, I, I want all that. I want all of it, man. I, I want to be as greedy as 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 I can in, in those accolades as far as all pro. Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, Hall of Fame. I want it all. So I want everything by my name when it's hey, all bro, said and done. I, I, I feel you on that. But before we let you go, I, I want to ask you this one question, though. Um, most people don't get the opportunity to hear you speak. They don't get the opportunity to see who you are outside of the, the, the field. So take us behind the mask. You said it earlier on when we had the this and that questions. So comedian or actor, I personally think you can do both. Now I saw the impersonation of, it was Martin Lawrence on, what was it too? Uh, Blue Street. Street. You was holding the piece on your Instagram, bro. I see (laughs) a future for Brian Burns in Hollywood, bro. I'm just saying. So like, like, where, 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 where does all of this personality come from, man? My mom, <laughs> to be completely honest, I mean, it's it, basically it's still from my family. Like y'all, you know, my brother, y'all know my brother, like my brother crazy over the top. I'm not as crazy as him, but uh, 
they just come from my family. Like I know how to dance from my family. Uh, I get all these movie these movie lines and movie roles and ideas from my family. And I got something else coming up this Halloween that's gonna be crazy too. So y'all just stay tuned for that. But now, uh, I, I do, go ahead, yeah, sir. No, I was just saying I do definitely see me in um in Hollywood after this though. I want to be in a movie bad, like for real. Well, this this is what I'm gonna do. Since we're going behind the mask, I'm known for having the best Halloween costumes for about what Spice 10 years running. Spice I got not, you for two years. I got Spice, you one year. Spice got me one year when he was the incredible Hulk. That was that was great because he had the <laughs> face paint and all of that. But if you have a party up in Charlotte, we're gonna come to the party, and I guarantee you the plus size model gonna give you a run for your money with the Halloween <laughs> thing, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's right around my birthday too, so. Let us know. We go pull up on you. I'm sure I like to see that. Y'all don't think they need you though. Hey, <laughs> B man, we we appreciate the time, bro. I I know you you're getting ready to 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 jump in the camp, go back to practice, and do all of that, man. But we appreciate it. We gonna make sure we stay tuned, and we gonna hit you up for the season, man. Just to get some just to get some notes from you, man. Give you your flowers while you still can smell them. <laughs> for sure, man. I appreciate it. I have fun. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.